Hi guys, welcome back to bringing you and the topic is the Omnipotent God Part 2. If you haven't already checked out the Omnipotent God Part 1, please check it out prior to diving into this video. But if not, just, you know, dive right into this one. So again, you know, in the last one, we we're looking at the Omnipotent God, which means all-powerful. It's another name that we use for God. It's not a name that you're going to see in the Bible, but what you will see is, you know, El Shaddai or Almighty God. So I'm just going to be looking at a couple of things, you know, just to extend off from what I did in the last one as to, you know, God being omnipotent and God being all powerful. So the first segment I'm looking at is, you know, what God has power over. Right. So God has power over everything. But I'm just going to be looking at, you know, specific parts, no, no um, particular order, but just what God has power over. So the first one is God has power over creation. Right. God has power over everything right so in exodus chapter 14 verse 21 it says that then moses raised his hand over the sea and the lord opened up a path through the water with a strong east wind the wind blew all that night turning the seabed into dry land okay so god has so much power that he can use his power direct which we see a lot in the bible but he also uses his power through people as we just saw from this bible text through moses he was able to part the sea so that people could walk on dry ground the next thing that God has power over is life and death. So before I go into John chapter 11, verse 43 to 44, I just want to give you a backstory, right? So Lazarus, okay, a man in the Bible, um, has been dead for three days, okay? Now Jesus goes to where he's buried and this is what he says. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound in grave clothes, his face wrapped in a headcloth jesus told them unwrap him and let him go okay so this is an, just one example of god having power over life and death um again you're probably thinking but we're talking about jesus please check out all the other videos where i talk about you know how god jesus and the holy spirit are one and you know they just have like their own special um characteristics right but they are one okay so when i talk about jesus when i talk about the holy spirit when i'm talking about god i'm talking about the same people the next one is that you know just the last part of this segment is that god has power over the devil and demons in this particular passage right i'm looking more at demons but if you go into the bible you'll see that god has power over the devil as well so in mark chapter 5 verse 9 to 10 before i come to that i'll just give you a backstory so Jesus has come to a particular town and in this town there is a man there that, you know, is being possessed by lots of evil spirits, okay? And what you find is that this these evil spirits in the man, you know, take the man to Jesus. And this is what it says in Mark chapter 5 verse 9 to 10. It says, then Jesus demanded, what is your name? So he's asking the evil spirit in that man what the, his name is and he replied, right my name is legion because there are many of us inside this man many evil spirits inside that man then the evil spirits begged him which is jesus again and again so not just once they begged him again and again not to send them um to some distant place so you know they ran to jesus as soon as they saw him they knew who he was and they were afraid of him because why god has power over the devil and demons as well the next one i'm looking at is what god's power brings okay again god's power brings many things but i'm just going to touch on three of them and um the first one is that god's power brings protection again i'm going to read um daniel chapter 3 verse 26 to 27 
but before I get into that, just to give you a backstory, we have three people here, Shadrach, Meshach and Abnego, and they're being told that they need to bow down to another god, and they said no, they're not going to do it. And the king says that if you don't bow to my god, I'm going to throw you into, your, into burning fire, right? And they're like, yeah, throw us in there because we're not going to bow down to your god, and even if our god doesn't save us, the only god doesn't save us, we will still not bow down to your god. So what happens is the king throws them into the fire and he throws three people but sees four and he says he says that the fourth one looks like a god. Okay, so from that point, from in Daniel chapter 3 verse 26 to 7, it says, Then Nebuchadnezzar, which is the king, came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach and Abnego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach and Abnego stepped out of the fire then the high officers, officials, governors and advisors crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them, right? So if you continue reading, you also see that it says that they didn't even smell of smoke, right? So rather than being thrown into a fire that was meant to burn them, they were actually thrown into, the, into a holy fire that could never touch them and, you know, didn't harm them at all, which shows that God's power brings protection. The next one is that God's power brings and has brought us salvation so in first peter chapter 2 verse 24 it says he personally which is jesus carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right by his wounds you are healed right so jesus didn't die just for the sins of the old testament which is the first part of the bible or you know the sins of the new testament which is the latter part of the bible or your sins of last year today no he died for your sins and took in your sins for a lifetime for eternity right he has but he has space for that okay so this is that god's power brings like i've given us that gift of salvation and the last part of this segment is that God's power brings miracles and healings. Okay, so just going back to Lazarus's case in John chapter 11, verse 43 to 44, is that God is able to do miracles and healings, right? He can bring people from the dead. He can heal the sick. He can heal diseases. He can do so many different things. Okay, he has the power to do all those things. There isn't anything that he actually doesn't have the power to do. Okay, so God has given us power. Right, and I'm just going to look at two areas where God has given us power. He has given us power through faith. In Luke chapter 17 verse 6, it says that the Lord answered, If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, May you be uprooted and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Right, so God has given us power through faith, right, to do anything. The, um, the second one is that God has given us power over everything in the world right so in genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and you see this in other areas of the bible as well it says that then god said let us make human beings in our image to be like us they will reign right so they will have power over the fish in the sea the birds in the sky the livestock all the wild animals on the earth and the small animals that scurry along the ground God has given us, this is just a little tiny part of what God has given us power over. God has given us power over so many things, which is why we shouldn't have the spirit of fear, because we actually have the power over all things. Okay, so thank you for tuning in, and I will see you in the next one.